everyone, and thank you for listening in with us today on our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. Our podcasts are brought to you by the Military Child Education Coalition, whose work is focused on ensuring quality educational opportunities for all military-connected children affected by mobility, family separation, deployments, and transition. Here at the MSEC, we want to ensure that every military child is college, workforce, and life-ready. In our podcast, we will share your stories as we talk to military service members, professionals, parents, and military kids. Please like, share, and subscribe. And we appreciate your comments, questions, and ideas for topics that you would like to hear more about. Welcome, everyone, to our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. Our topic today is resiliency. My name is Louise Webb. I'm a professional educator, a curriculum developer, and researcher for the Military Child Education Coalition. I'm also a parent and the spouse of a retired military service member. Joining me today is Dr. Greg Luskin. So Dr. Luskin, can you tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Sure. Hi, Louise. Um, So my name is Dr. Gregory Luskin, and I serve as the Director for Military and Veteran Families at the UCLA Duke University National Center for Child Traumatic Stress. And our center serves as the coordinating center for the National Child Traumatic Stress Network. So my day-to-day activities go to serve, support military families and military children. So part of the topic of our podcast today that we'll talk about is resilience. And that's really a major focus of what I do day in, day out is find ways to support military families and children to stay strong, to stay mentally fit, to be resilient, to be able to handle and adjust and deal with just about anything that can come up in their lives, including stress, transition, and deployment. So I'm looking forward to talking to you today about resilience. Well, we're really excited to have you for sure. And again, we I definitely thank you for being here. So over the last several years, resiliency has become quite a buzzword for military-connected families. So can you share your thoughts on what resiliency is and how having resilience can help mobile military families? Sure, I'm happy to. I think resiliency is a very important concept. It's really a perspective. It, it, it really is, in my mind, an ability, a psychological ability to stay very flexible and adaptable to the different types of stressors that can can come up on a day-to-day basis. So we've spent a lot of time working to understand what is resiliency as a concept? How do do you look at resiliency? How do you train families to be resilient? And, And there's a lot of ways to look at what is resiliency? And, and I just wanted to talk about a few ways to think about resiliency. Resiliency really is kind of thinking about, you know, that we, we understand that day-to-day there can be many stressors just on a day-to-day basis um, uh, for a family member, for a parent, for a military child, um, let alone other types of stressors or challenges that can come along with being a military 
uh, family, like transitions or deployments or moves or separations. So teaching families to be resilient understands that there will be challenges inherent in military life and to expect and anticipate and plan for these types of challenges is important. That it's important to stay strong. It's important to stay active. It's important to stay flexible and know that, you know, when stressors happen, when when difficult situations or challenges happen in the family or or within military life, that we can adapt to them, we can we can problem solve, we can communicate, that we can uh, teach each other how to stay calm through these difficult challenges. So when we think about resiliency, we think, well, you know, resiliency is like something that that you know, for example, a metaphor of resiliency is metal, and if you apply heat to metal you can change the shape of that metal. You can form it. You can, you can even change it into many forms. But we could also change it back to its, its shape that it was originally. And much, much like metal, families and people, they can, they can endure stress. They can endure challenge. They may change shape. They may grow. But ultimately, we want families to remain strong. We want families to remain engaged and active and part of the solutions to their to these issues and and come out okay so resiliency is an important concept there's skills that I'll talk about yeah so along of those lines um, do you have some qualities that a family can foster to help build resiliency in their lives and then as you've already mentioned also help foster resilience exactly. in their kids Oh, absolutely. Now, um, as I as I mentioned, resiliency is really a concept. It's really a perspective. Uh, it, it's engaging. It's it's really focused on physical fitness, mental fitness, but it's also focused on being engaged and active in one's approach to problem solving and and any challenge that can come up for a family or even a child. Um, one can take a resilient perspective to address those kind of challenges. So there's different kinds of skills that family and children can learn to stay strong, to even you know work together, to be a coherent family, to address these kinds of issues. So we encourage communication between parents and children. We encourage communication between uh, kids and their teachers at school if they're having challenges or difficulties or feeling like they've lost track of their academic work. We encourage parents to check in with their teachers or schools if they have any questions or concerns about their children's academic life or their social life. And all of these are examples of, of staying resilient, staying engaged, staying active uh, even if the family is going through transitional stressors, uh, separations due to deployments or trainings, we really encourage the family to remain uh, coherent, to work together, and to communicate. We, we also encourage structured communication within the family um, and, and regular, consistent communication. 
Uh, for example, the family meal, the dinner, dinner table uh, concept is very important. We know that this is a time that most families might come together uh, to eat dinner, to come together after school or schoolwork or playtime. And we really see this as an opportunity for families to check in, to communicate, to find out what each other is up to, what each other is doing, to provide encouragement, uh, to problem solve, um, to share some emotional experiences that each other is having too, in a way that the family can stay coherent. So there's many ways that families can stay strong, stay resilient to deal with the many stresses uh, that can come up on a day-to-day -day basis. So the reason that we're talking about resiliency is to help maintain strong families and especially our military connected families. So do you have any or do you have some more additional thoughts on the topic that you'd like to share with our audience? A absolutely, Louise. Uh, we have found that military families really many military families really define themselves from a place of strength. We really want to encourage the, the strength, the inherent strengths, the inherent pride of a military family. We believe that the concept of resiliency is, is really aligned with the inherent strengths that most and pride that most military families bring to their military careers that sense of belonging, that sense of uh, can-do attitude, that sense of connectedness. So the idea of resiliency is really um, to encourage families to maintain those strengths, that togetherness, that connectedness, both within the family and within the communities. We also know that Stress is, is really a, a normal experience. It's normal to feel the everyday stress of, of work, of family life, of school life, the day-to-day -day pressures to uh, keep the family going, uh, to, to uh, maintain all the various social obligations. And we know that you know families can benefit too if they practice what we refer to as the resiliency skills, sometimes are referred to as protective factors. And those protective factors can really be good reminders for the family uh, around some of these resiliency areas. So we encourage families to maintain um, strength and wellness. And, and those include not only the physical wellness and diet, nutrition and exercise, but also mental wellness, mental well-being, uh, being able to uh, do many of the kinds of skills I've talked about today around communication, problem solving, staying calm, emotional regulation, and seeking out, you know, trusted others to talk to. Um, to, you know, vent with if you need to, you know, get socially connected with others to be able to, you know, talk, talk through the, some of the stress and challenges, staying socially connected uh, with, with other parents, uh, with others in your community, to be able to find resources, find activities, being part of a community is, is very important to 
receiving the, the, the support benefits from that community. Um, staying physically active, we know, is an important element to this, whether that's, uh, you know, uh, hopping on the treadmill, uh, counting one's steps on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, but, but being physically active uh, is an important uh, component for families, for kids, really for everyone. And to practice these skills, it's good to be reminded what, what are the kinds of activities that keep us physically fit, mentally fit, active, and engaged. And, and don't worry if, if, if you haven't done it for a while. It's okay to start again and to practice today, to practice these skills and to start to improve your mind, your feelings, your body right away. And, and take those steps to be engaged, active, connected, resilient. You'll see the effects almost immediately. You'll feel better. You'll relate better. You'll feel calmer. So please like, share, and subscribe. And we appreciate your comments, questions, and ideas for topics that you would like to hear more about. And continue listening for our after show, where we'll talk in more detail about some of these amazing points that Dr. Leskin shared with us today on our topic of resiliency. With me here is Tara Gleason, and we're going to talk some more about resiliency. Hi, I'm Tara. My spouse is active duty U.S. Army, and we had to look it up the other day, but we have been married now 15 years. And like Weiss, I'm a professional educator, curriculum developer, and researcher for the Military Child Education Coalition. On this topic of resiliency, uh, I related to the idea of resiliency being like metal when Dr. Leskin mentioned how metal can change when exposed to heat or other variables and made me really think about resiliency and it really is just like that. So each life experience that we have and the experiences that our kids have, they shape and they reshape us in different ways. Deployments are the example that I think of most for myself. So while my husband was deployed, I handled all kinds of daily and monthly situations that I never expected to have to deal with. On a simple level, I had to clean up dead birds that I kept finding in our yard. I would never have had to do that if my husband was home. And on a bigger scale, our hot water heater blew. And that was a huge mess, but with the help of neighbors, I was able to get that water out of our house pretty quickly. So these are just a few of my examples, and I'm sure our listeners can relate and have many more of their own stories similar to that or even quite different. That cracks me up. The dead birds thing, um, cleaning up dead birds in your backyard. I think we all have our own version of our dead bird from the backyard. And that whole sense of community, I feel like, you know, bringing in neighbors and friends to help out when those Murphy Law TDY type situations happen is so important. That's so funny that you bring that up. What stuck out to me was the word that he kept using, flexible. I remember as a young spouse, I'm a teacher, so naturally I'm a planner and I like to have everything planned out. And that concept of flexibility was hard for me back then because I wanted to be able to plan everything out. And military lifestyle just requires for you to have that certain level of flexibility. And when he related it to resiliency, I think that that is such a perfect explanation of 
how you can make the most out of this lifestyle and become more resilient by being a little bit more flexible. And it's something key right now that I still am working on even all these years later is being more flexible with things, going with the flow and how much easier it makes things when you don't know what's going to happen next when it comes to transitions or plans change at the last minute. So I felt like that was a really helpful piece of advice when it came to resiliency was flexibility. And you're right about that, especially with transition, Tara. I sometimes orders come down and you've had this whole plan in your head and that goes out the window. So flexibility, as you mentioned and Dr. Leskin mentioned, that is key. So another point that he shared is the importance of communication. And I love that he talked about the family meal. So we're all so busy and that is really hard to do. But I want to stress that it really doesn't have to be dinner. In our workshops that we do for parent to parent, we've had parents oftentimes share that breakfast time works for them. Everyone's at the table eating before they're heading out for school or for work. So that can be a great time to share what's happening in everybody's busy lives. He said, be strong, be active, be engaged. That whole idea of physical activity and how it relates to resiliency, I think is an element that I have commonly overlooked. I feel like as a spouse and a parent that we often put our self-care lower on the list and taking care of ourselves physically has been something sometimes when I look back at some of our harder times in transition, it was times that I wasn't taking care of myself physically and I wasn't getting enough exercise. And I felt like that just stuck out to me the several times he was talking about being physically fit and taking care of ourselves. And we all know that if the primary caretaker is taking care of themselves, then that's going to trickle down to the kids as well. So that really stuck out to me when he was talking about that. And it's funny that there's even been times that I have had limited hourly care. My, my kids were little, they were all under school age and we couldn't get hourly care. And I joined a gym just so that I could take a shower. I might take a yoga class here and there, get on the treadmill for a few minutes. But basically it was to take a hot shower and have some quiet time to myself. And the other gym members were just laughing at the fact that I would join a gym just to be able to do those very simple self-care type things. But it's funny that you have to do what you have to do in different circumstances to make sure that you are taking care of yourselves, that you are taking care of yourself physically and getting in that exercise and, and things like that, because you can think through problems better. You can be a better critical thinker and be able to stay calm with your kids in times of stress. Um, just as he was talking about. So that really stuck out to me. Be strong, be active, be engaged. And that's a good reminder for everybody. Really, I'm glad you picked that out, Tara, because that, that's a good, a good thing for all of us to strive for. So that's a good reminder for all of us. I'm glad that you pointed that out and you shared your experiences with being active. This concludes our podcast on resiliency. I want to thank you again for listening to our podcast for the sake of the child. We would like to invite you to visit our website at www.militarychild.org, like the MSEC on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. 
And please join us again next time as we share more stories that impact military-connected children.